I'm Lance Key, co-host of Get Inspired and Innovate, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, what's up, Burned In Teachers? Welcome to episode 82 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to lay out the importance of breaking your year into quarters so you can not only break down your big goals into smaller pieces, but set a vision and plan for the most important things in your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. You know, during my 12-year teaching career, it seemed like there was always something throwing off my lesson plans, mindset, or goals. And when I began to burn out and tried to talk about it, all I heard was join the club, go for a walk, have a glass or three of wine. This is just the way it is. The current challenges you're facing, distance learning, new technologies, higher expectations, discipline issues, a personal crisis, a global pandemic, all of these challenges make your everyday life seem unmanageable. Until now. Teacher Burnout has been hacked and the book is here. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, I share my eight-step process that shines a light on burnout as an opportunity for growth and change. And in it, I empower you to become burned in, a fulfilled, happy, efficient, and effective teacher in the classroom and in life. You'll learn the steps you can take to take action steps based on your burnout type. Feel ready for the next challenge thrive, not just survive, personally and professionally. Feel ready for and learn how to grow through your burnout and so much more. Hacking Teacher Burnout is here and ready for you to order on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. So go check it out or go to hackingteacherburnout.com to learn more and place a bulk order for your staff. Take a deep breath because you're about ready to do something big for your burnout. Burn on. Well, hey there, Burned In Teachers. Thank you for tuning in to episode 82 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. This is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. I'm your host, Amber Harper, and I empower burned out teachers to believe that they deserve and can achieve a happier and more fulfilled career and life with my eight-step burned in process. And let me ask you something. Do you know what day it is? What's the date that you're listening to this episode? Because the date of the recording of this episode is at the end of September of 2020. And no matter when you're listening to this, this is important for me to tell you because I'm recording this episode intentionally in a batching of many episodes because I'm getting myself prepared for a successful quarter four of 2020. And the way I'm setting myself up for that success is by focusing on some pebbles right now with the batching. Now, we're going to talk more about this in a second, but this year of 2020 has brought about a lot of challenges. And as I've talked with teachers and asked them what they're being challenged with the most, I'm hearing things like 
too many responsibilities at school besides teaching, feeling overwhelmed by the pandemic and starting at a new school maybe with lots of behaviors, blended learning and designing and implementing lessons for online teaching and face-to-face, finding balance while teaching remotely, maybe getting some pushback from administration and constant changes. If these are things that you have found yourself to be challenged with, I want to encourage you to think about every quarter of every year being a chance to start over, a chance to be proactive and a chance to set a vision and to plan to put thoughtfully the most important things first. And that's what we're going to talk about today. This episode is for all types of burnout, whether you're burned and bored, burned and unbalanced, or burned and over it. Because This has to do with doing the things you need to do not only to reach your goals. This is not only about being a goals-based episode, okay? This is about enjoying life in general. All of you out there who are feeling yourself burn out by the minute, all of you out there who are telling yourselves stories about this year and how it's affected your life in either positive, negative, or new ways. It's for those of you who are at a stage three as well, those of you who are activated and feeling brave and proactive. Now, that's not to say if you're a stage zero and feeling 100% burned out that you couldn't listen to this, but this is going to be a really activating episode because I'm really going to encourage you to grab a paper and pencil, to sit down with your spouse or your partner or your friends or your family or just yourself and do some deep thinking and focusing forward because it's going to help you to look three months into the future, okay? No matter what week or month you're listening to this, not even really, it doesn't matter if it's a different year, but I want you to think about not only what you want to accomplish but what you want to experience in your life in the next few weeks and months of it. Because trust me, I'm a goals-oriented person. I'm a go-getter. I'm a high achiever. And I want to just crush my goals. But if I'm only focusing on my goals, and most of them have to do with work, I'm going to miss out on experiences with the most important people in my life, my family, my friends, and of course, number one, myself. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what the heck? Are you talking about Amber? What's the what what is the burnout type? What what stage are you talking about? Then I want you to go to burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz. And if you've listened to any of the episodes that I have led here on the Burn In Teacher podcast, I'm sure you've heard me talk about the quiz. This is your first step into diving into what it means to be a burned in teacher. I know there are a lot of questions out there about what a burned in teacher is and what a burned in teacher does and what the heck does that mean? Well, it simply means the opposite of a burned out teacher. So I've broken burnout into three different types, burned and bored, burned and unbalanced, and burned and over it. And I also have broken down how burned out you can be. So you can find out all of these things by simply taking the six question, three minute or less teacher burnout quiz, identifying your burnout type, and in your email, nice and tidy for you, I will send you my free stages ebook that will break down the stages of burnout for you and help you to determine what you can say, think, and do in order to move out of burnout and start your journey. Because if you don't start, you will simply stay where you are, okay? So let's dive in to today's episode all about why it's so important to think about your year in parts, okay? So like I said in the intro, it is 
Tuesday, September 29th. Now, I don't typically tell you this, but I'm going to tell you why I'm telling you this, okay? So during the time of this recording, we are within literal days of entering quarter four of 2020. Yes, I know it seemed like four years of your life, right? But it's not been. It's only been nine months. We've already reached the beginning of October, and I know for some of you, you're shouting like, heck yes, I cannot wait for 2020 to be over. This has been the worst year ever. But I'm always going to encourage you to think differently. You know I'm always going to do this, okay? You have been gifted this year in life to face challenges and to learn and to live this life that you have. And as you go into quarter four of 2020, I want you to go in excited. Now, obviously, this episode is going to air probably around the second week of October. So quarter four has already started, okay? So what I want you to think about is I don't want you to like kick yourself and say, oh my gosh, now I have to wait until the new year. No, you can do everything that I'm going to talk to you about any time. You can start over any time and refocus and become proactive in the days and weeks ahead that are, that are coming your way, all right, that you're so lucky to have coming your way. So if you've listened to this podcast before for any amount of time, you know that I don't waste time talking about the shoulda, coulda, woulda, all right? I bask in the light of opportunity, okay? I want you to be excited about the possibilities that are to come your way October through December. No matter how burned out you are, what season of life you're in, or what you want out of this life, you know that I stand by the belief that you are 100% in control of only one thing. That is you, your beliefs, your thoughts, your time, and your life, okay? And I want you to know that. I am so here for it. I'm so excited about today's episode. So if you haven't already, now obviously if you're driving, I'm going to encourage you to kind of listen and let this wash over you. You might want to just kind of pause and think about these things as I as I move through this episode, okay? It's going to be quick, but it's going to be really activating your thoughts, and I guarantee you throughout the rest of your day or into tomorrow, you're going to think about every decision you're making and everything that you do as one of three things I'm going to tell you about here in just a second, okay? I want to share a story with you all, and some of you may have heard it and maybe not. It's, it's the story about the jar of life. So if you've never heard this story, you can simply Google it and you'll find articles and YouTube videos, et cetera, on it. But I'm going to break it down for you really quickly because it's a quick story. Okay, so this the story goes that a professor walks into his class and his goal for this lesson was to help his students to realize how they can make the most of their life and their time, okay? So this is like a lifetime. This could be a month. It could be a day, all right? But it's really to help them think deeply about the choices that they make and what they choose to focus on with their time in their life, okay? So he picks up this jar. So I want you to imagine just, you know, like a trendy ball jar, okay? Or if you um, if you can, all right, what jar would you imagine in your head, okay? So he picked up this jar and he filled it with several large rocks. And he asked his students, is this full? And the students kind of look at each other and they go, yeah, it's full. You can't fit any more rocks in it, okay? So the professor then picks up a stack of pebbles, smaller pebbles, obviously, and he puts them into the jar and he shakes the jar a little bit so that those pebbles can settle. And he asks again if the jar is full. And again, the students kind of chuckle and look at each other and they say, yeah, it's full. You can't fit anything else in it. And then the professor 
grabs a bag or a box of sand and he pours sand into the jar and shakes it around to the point where he really literally couldn't fit any more sand in there, okay? Now, this jar signifies life. It could also signify a day in your life. It could signify an hour in your life. The rocks are the truly most important things in your life. They signify your family, your health, your relationships, your self-care. The pebbles are things that are necessary to do, right? Work or school, all right? And then the sand signifies all of the other stuff, the remaining small things and material possessions, such as like watching TV, social media, etc. So if you were to fill the jar with sand or pebbles, you would never have any room for the rocks. So I want to first of all help you to think about what are the rocks in your life? When I think about this analogy, I think about my core values. What's most important to me? And when I think about my pebbles, I think about what I do for a living. I think about where I live. I think about how I care for my things that that we own, our home and our cars and basically all of the things that we have to do to be adults, right? Care for our kids, etc. right? The work of life. This is why at the beginning of this episode, I referenced batching all of my podcast episodes for October in one fell swoop because that's the work of my life. This is stuff that takes planning and it takes a long time and it takes time away from the relationships that I get to build through this podcast. You know, my Burned In Teacher Tribe members and other people that I work with that I want to spend time building more content for them and helping them when they're struggling and sharing in their wins and coaching them. And when I get this work of life done or this work of work done, right, then I'll have more time to nurture those relationships, which is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Those relationships are the rock of my business and my mission and my purpose at Burned In Teacher. And the sand would be things like watching Netflix or scrolling through social media, watching funny YouTube videos, right? Maybe having petty conversations, like spending time commenting on people's social media posts or resharing things like that in that way. And let me just be clear, all right? Your opinion of these things is relative. My viewpoint on what rocks and pebbles and sand are may be very different from yours. That doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean there's one way. It's just, it just is. It's whatever your opinion is. It it depends on your values, again, your season of life, and what it is that means the most to you and what you truly enjoy spending time on versus what you look at as work versus what you look at as the other stuff. So here's what I want to encourage you to do. So if you're driving, I just want you to kind of think about this and maybe pause after I encourage you to do this kind of thought process. And if you are listening to this um, at home, I, I want to encourage you to grab a piece of paper at some point and just, I want you to reflect. I want you to think back on the last quarter. I want you to think back on, you know, let's work backwards. Let's think September, August, and July. Okay, that was quarter three. What are the rocks to you? And how much time did you actually dedicate to those rocks? And I'm not talking about the work of family, okay? I'm not talking about taking care of the house for your family. I'm talking about quality time with family and friends. Times where you're sitting around in a different setting, you know, and I know a lot of us are, you know, at home more often, but where you're laughing, 
You're enjoying something together. You're playing in some way. And this can be with family, with friends, with yourself, okay? Then I want you to think about how much time you have spent in the last quarter working. This could be planning, prepping, grading, meetings, emails, phone calls with parents or administration. It could be anything that's work-related. And then I want you to think about the time that you spend on the quote-unquote other stuff. And now, here's a quick tip. If you've ever, or if you have an iPhone, first of all, you can just jump onto screen time and you can see right there, plain as the nose on your face, how many hours you've spent on other stuff. And I guarantee you it will shock you. So I do I I first of all just want to encourage you to do some reflecting on last quarter. What did you spend most of your time on? The rocks, the pebbles, or the sand? And now going into quarter four of 2020, I want you to set a vision for what you want to spend time on in this coming quarter. So let me let me put this in perspective for you. I love what I do. I love being a teacher burnout coach. I love having a podcast. I love my Burned In Teacher Tribe members. I'm thrilled at the fact that Hacking Teacher Burnout is actually out there in the world for teachers to read and consume and let wash over them so that they can find the support that I needed so badly when I was going through burnout. I am doing everything that I ever dreamed and more than what I ever thought I could do with my mission to serve teachers that need to be served the most. But I'm going to be honest with you. Scheduling interviews, planning out podcast episodes, editing them, and making sure that I have my research right, it's really hard to get myself motivated to do those things. (laughs) It really is. Because I myself enjoy all of the futuristic aspects of serving my teachers. I think about the future and and what it's going to look like and, you know, launching the book and speaking and, and working with teachers in workshops. But when it gets right down to it, doing the grunt work behind these amazing things that I'm doing, it's work. It it takes me sitting down and having to talk myself into saying, listen. If you don't get these necessary things done, if I don't get these pebbles done, this is work, right? It's going to affect my rocks. It's going to affect my mindset. I'm going to have my mind on these things all the time. You know, my husband has fall break coming up and I want to spend some time with him while he's home. If I didn't get my podcast episodes recorded and sent out and ready to be uploaded, I would have to take time away from him to do it while he's at home. The same thing applies to how I used to look at grading. I would put it off and put it off and put it off until I would have no choice but to do it on a Sunday afternoon or a Monday night because during my plan time, I would find myself scrolling through Facebook or watching some YouTube videos or texting a friend rather than using my paid time to do the work that I didn't want to do, I made the choice to do it on my own personal time. So, and I'm not, there's no judgment here. I'm not pretending to know your situation. But what I am going to encourage you to do is think about that sand that creeps into your daily life. Because here's another way to look at the jar of life story, okay? 
Just like the story of the jar of life, we can look at the rocks, pebbles, and sand as a way to think about our quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily tasks, okay? Some things that we do are rocks while other things are pebbles and sand. So the rocks would be the most important tasks. So the things that have to do with family and our own self-care that are really important But I want to jump back to the beginning of the episode when I told you the things that I'm hearing teachers say. So if you're worried about, you know, having too many responsibilities at school besides teaching, you're overwhelmed by the pandemic and starting at a new school maybe, maybe your students are having some severe behaviors or you're worried about blended learning and designing and implementing lessons for one online and face-to-face teaching or you're struggling with balance. These can become rocks. These are the things that you need to be doing research on and learning about and having conversations about. But typically, this is the hard stuff. So this is the stuff that we put aside, and it has a tremendous impact on our success in the coming weeks, months, and even years in our career in teaching. These are the things that are going to cause burnout if you keep ignoring them. The rocks can also be the most important things that you do while you're at work that and, and they can be also be little things that have a big impact, like making sure that you're planned for the next week, making sure that your copies are made. All of these things that you know are really important because if they are not done, it's going to impact the rest of your day, okay? This can also be, you know, getting a 30 to 60 minute intentional movement into your day, all right? Then thinking about every single day, what pebbles are they? They're the necessary tasks, right? So we have to answer emails. We have to follow up with students' behavior, et cetera, but we cannot make those rocks. We cannot spend two hours in our inbox every day, okay? And then the sand, of course, is that other stuff. The sand, of course, like I mentioned earlier, could be, you know, scrolling Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or Pinterest and getting in a rabbit hole when you originally just wanted to look for an idea for something when you might just have a really super simple idea tucked away in one of your file cabinets or if you simply asked a teacher down the hall how they did this thing, that could be really simple. Also, I want you to think about this as sand. How often do you find yourself having petty venting conversations during a time when you really could be getting those pebble things done, those things that are just the work of life, right? The work of work, the things you don't want to do, but you know they are important, okay? So as you're reflecting on these things, both in your personal and professional life, and what is a rock, what's a pebble, and what's sand, I want you to really think about what you classify as these different things because you ultimately get to choose. And this can help you to be really reflective on things that you may have been treating as rocks, as the most important things, when really those things are more like pebbles or sand. So as you go into quarter four of 2020, I really encourage you to sit down, think deeply, and even talk out with somebody that is really important in your life about the rocks, the pebbles, and the sand that you've had in your life in the past and how you want to prioritize the rocks, the most important things to you coming up. And then fill in the rest of your jar of life, also known as your calendar, with the rocks and the pebbles. And don't schedule the sand stuff, right? Focus on the most important things and the necessary things. Put them on your calendar and be prepared for next quarter. Now, because it is the end of quarter three and we are going to go into quarter four of 2020 strong and determined to do things differently, I want to invite you to take part in my free Out the Door by Four webinar. So if you go to burnedinteacher.com slash ODB4 webinar, 
you'll be able to sign up and go straight to this webinar that I recorded uh, about a month ago, live in front of a live Burned In teacher audience. And let me tell you, whether you're teaching 100% virtually, hybrid, or in the physical classroom, this will help you to take two hours or more off of your work week next week week. So when you watch this webinar, be prepared, all right? When you register, you're going to get a workbook sent to you, but you can use a piece of notebook paper or printer paper if you'd like, because this is action-based. You will end this webinar with a solid plan of how to plan your upcoming months and weeks so that you can focus more on those rocks. And of course, do the pebble work along the way that will allow you more time to focus on the things that are most important to you. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash ODB4 webinar. That's out the door by four <laughs> webinar. I hope to see you in there. Now, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. And I know that you are believing that you are capable and worthy of taking the steps necessary so you can focus on the most important things in your life in quarter four of 2020. Burn on and I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.